Warning! This episode contains foul language, reference to rape and murder, cannibalism, and the drinking of human blood. And it's surprisingly fun. Welcome to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, scary, gross, sticky, and everything in between. My name is Ashley, and joining me on today's episode, as usual, is my co-host Lauren, and my good friend Billy will be back with some more vampire chat. This week we're going to be covering vampires of the 21st century, modern vampires, role players, vampire fanatics, and bloodsuckers in pop culture. And uh, one thing I actually wanted to touch on before I let you get to all this crazy modern vampire talk is your feedback. We always announce our episodes and ask that you send us your questions, comments, and stories for each episode so that we can chat about it when we record. And uh, we get a ton of people who write in each week, but it's usually after the episode aired and we can't talk about it on the show. Hmm. So if you are a listener who loves to write in and contribute to the show and everyone is welcome to, we absolutely love it. Try to get in your questions, feedback, theories and stories before we record the episode so that we can include your contributions as a part of the show. We always post at least a week before we record on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird. And remember, you can contribute anonymously or you can contribute with your first and last name. You can contribute with your Instagram handle if you want us to give you a shout out. Um, we're more than willing to plug you and uh, your business if you have a business or if you like a certain charity or whatever you like. You want us to go see a certain movie and you want us to talk about it. Whatever you like. If you contribute to the show in any way and you would like us to plug something, just let us know and we're happy to do so. Okay, enough is enough. I'm sure you're dying to know what a fangsmith is. So enjoy the episode. We will see you soon. You're waking up with Billy. We're still talking about vampires. Still got them vampires vampires with Billy. Yeah, um, if you have any yeah, more, if you have any more crazy uh, stories, no, I would like to. It. Let's talk about some modern some day modern, vampires. That sounds really vamps. good. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do it. So, <laughs> there we are going to get to more like pop culture vampires in just a little bit. The three of us are all going to have some fun chats, yes. but there wait. are people who believe they are vampires to this day. And yes, we've been talking about maybe some creepy folks that we've seen in New Orleans or other places, but these are people who have just made a community. They, It's this whole culture that exists with vampires in the modern day. So there are a couple categories. There are just straight up vampire super fans. And then there are vampire lifestylers, vampire role players, blood fetishists, and real vampires. And I got a lot of my research from um, articles on this book, Vampires Today, The Truth About Modern Vampirism by Joseph Laylock. He 
uh, dropped in 2009, and it is fascinating. He actually interviewed a lot of vampires and spent time like in the communities and in the houses, and he learned a ton. And so this is a lot from his book. So vampire fans are basically just super fans who are attracted to the legend of the vampire. Kind of There's Billy. two on this couch. <laughs> kind, yeah, kind of yeah. like this. <laughs> I would say Billy and Ashley. Yeah. Um, they may focus on books. They may focus on movies or all of it. A lot of people worship the ground Anne Rice walks on, as we mm. talked about before. Yeah. Um, Get in line. <laughs> just all vampire-related material. Some fans of vampire culture engage with existing fictions by drawing on them to create their own material, as in fan fiction, which fan we've fix. all heard of. A lot of people do Buffy fan fiction, along with many others. Well, Twilight fan fiction turns I mean, into Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know. Sorry. Okay. No, go on. But I, you're, you're, it was my you're not wrong. Um, and then there is Bite Me Magazine, which caters Ooh. to those who are general vampire fans and enthusiasts. I love that it exists. Hold on that just a second. Phenomenal. I'm getting a subscription right now. Yep, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're ordering on. that right now. Okay. Go on. Um, there are also vampire fans and sometimes participants in the vampire lifestyle. They start to cross the line a little bit. They're called black swans who are oh. sympathetic to real vampires oh. but are completely human and are not drinking blood, sucking blood, living the lifestyle, but they are allies. They are friends. They're like familiars. Yes. But they sometimes they are just allies and friends, but sometimes they are willing donors as well to uh-huh. vampires. Um, these vampire superfans may sometimes advance into the lifestyle, but for the most part, they're just lovers and fans, as Billy and Ashley truly are. So moving into lifestyle vampires... As opposed to real vampires, they're individuals who voluntarily participate in the subculture by dressing in gothic fashion, but they do not require feeding on energy or blood to maintain their health. Lifestyle vampires are also known as vampires with a Y, V-A-M-P-Y-R-E-S, or lifestylers is another very common nickname. Real vampires do not always like to be associated with the lifestylers, but they do not reject them entirely. There are many different ways in which real real vampires live their lives, and there are many individuals who are considered to be real vampires that also like to dress in the gothic robe or sleep in coffins, just like the lifestylers do. So there's definitely overlap, but the lifestylers pretty much, they wear the clothes, they sleep in coffins, they try not to come out in the day. They go to all the clubs. They do everything, put in the fake teeth, all of it, but are not actually drinking blood. Then there are the role players, and the role players come from the live action game Vampire the Masquerade, which Billy mentioned earlier. Some of us on this couch have experience with that. I'm not going to name names. (laughs) Can we? Uh, What is that? So it was something... God, I want to say it came about in the late 80s, early 90s. It did. A lot of people are familiar with role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons. Yep. That is where Vampire started. You would sit with your friends. You had a character sheet. You would roll dice. It went to the next level. It was uh, something called the Mind's Eye Theater. And they created something called Vampire the Masquerade. And that's where cool. you would create a character. And the vampires were put into clans. And they all had distinct personalities traits weaknesses and abilities and you would act out with your fellow vampire enthusiasts a storyline and instead of dice uh the rules were enforced by a very intricate thing called rock paper scissors oh and then you tell me yeah the ancient practice of rock paper scissors um 
But it was a it was very fun for someone like me who kind of grew up on vampires and sure. just got into the mythology, became obsessed with Dracula. This was like the ultimate outlet. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's a very fun game and it just kind of becomes whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And a lot of people get really into it. And you have yes. like these lifestylists who kind of take it a little too far. Sure. To a lot of us, it was it was a game. A lot of us, not all of us, some of us were that extreme. And it's it was just something that I did in my at, formative teenage years, and it yeah. was very fun. Would you play it at like parties, or was it like a gathering? Type it was a thing? gathering. Yeah. Okay. You would have a gathering of friends um, to purposely play to this play game. this yeah. game. Yeah. Um, sometimes we would play at a local shop back in Long Beach, Mississippi, called the Dreamweavers Guild. Oh, was hello. A, Sounds nerdy. It was very nerdy. <laughs> I believe it. And I loved it. All and about it. It smelled like Seth? sweat. Sweat and, and teenage boys. <laughs> sweat uh, Oreos. No girls allowed. <laughs> there were some girls. I mean, there's uh, girls allowed, but they just don't come. Yeah, they it's just weird. Don't, they, they don't want to be a part up. of it because of the sweat. <laughs> yeah, it's all the sweat. We're wearing a lot of black. Um, it's Mississippi. We've talked about the humidity. Do you yeah. know what would be cool is, do you know what Sleep No More is? Oh, gosh. I don't. Sorry, Sleep I No it. More is an interactive experience. Um, it's only been in New York. Yeah. Has it ever come to LA? It's still just in New York. Okay. Uh, it's basically a hotel, right? It's called Sleep No More. It's like an art installation Wait, it's almost. in New York? Mm-hmm. I'm going to New York next month. Oh, shit. I, well, I think it's only like once a Is it? All I don't year know. Round? I don't think Is it's it all year, year round, round but I don't think it's. I also don't think it's like just at Halloween. So I think they do it a couple times. It's not technically all horror based, but basically you go to this place, this hotel, sleep no more, and you're in an interactive world where there's a bunch of actors there, mm-hmm. and you can choose to just observe, or you can choose to be a part of it. So, like, for example, Joe went one time and he was at the bar. He kind of got a little like, this is fucking weird. And he, like, went to the bar to have a drink. And a woman came up to him, like, an older woman came up to him and uh, basically was like, come with me. And so he went with her, right? And I was like, what? (laughs) Um, Excuse me? No, but he, like, went with her and she took him into a room. And she started telling him this story and crying in front of him. And she's telling him this story. And he's like, he's listening. And he's just like, holy crap. And she like puts his hands or her hands on his face. And like she eventually like says, close your eyes. And Joe closes his eyes. And she says, open them. And he opens them. And she is gone. What? She's gone. There's. There's like secret like hallways and secret passages and secret doors in every or room. Or was she never really? Or was I she know, never right? really there? I... And you can follow different people's storylines. There's a bunch story of different lines. stories. So like mm-hmm. some people will go into the room to the left and others go into the room to the right. And it's just fully oh immersive. Oh my God. And it's town. all actors and like you can follow like there's murder mysteries in the hotel. Yeah. Teenage there's... goth Billy who role played is But I was so thinking You like, should find out this. if it's How, happening. You should. Yeah. How cool would it be if there was like a vampire, a vampire themed version one in New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans needs to do that. <laughs> Let's do. move there and start Let's it. Start oh my gosh. Hey, I'm cutting all of this out so we can start it ourselves. Yeah. No, <laughs> so one no one can idea. steal our idea. Anyways. TM, 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 TM. TM, 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 TM
Okay, so Vampire the Masquerade. It started out as a tabletop game, but it is now expanded into video games, books, soundtracks, card games, this huge fan base, and people go nuts for it, as Billy said. And the vampire, the real vampires, again, they have trouble associating themselves with the lifestylers, but can get a little more on board with them. However, they really hate the role players because the role players have such a hard time with, not you, the ones who don't, like the line is blurred with reality and fiction where they're taking things from the game and making them into real life. And the vampires are like, no, that's a game. This is what's really going on. And also they don't want to be trivialized and thought of as we're part of a game. So they're like, don't associate us with them. That is completely separate. Yeah. And we are, we have no relation to the Teletubbies. No relation to the Teletubbies. We are the real deal. So vampires have a little bit of trouble with the role players, but these are like the intense role players. But it all comes from that game, which I love that you've played. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which I love that you played. And now we're on to blood fetishists. um, Yeah. These are vampires who Uh. like to use blood in sadomasochistic Uh. sex. Ew. (laughs) Ew. Dangerous. They are sometimes real (laughs) vampires, but can also just be lifestylers that like to use the blood in sex, and then they don't consume it. It's not used for sustaining their energy. It's more like... Cutting your hand and like smearing it and being like, or like bringing animal blood even into the bedroom and like pouring it on. That seems not safe. But they might not even drink it. So it goes between lifestylers and real vampires. But the blood fetishists are just people who are real into blood and it comes in a sexy way for them. So they're fun. Mm -hmm. And I literally wrote after my notes, ew, 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 ew. (laughs) (laughs) Because I just couldn't even think about it. Um, and then we get to the real vampies. These are people who, in this day, where we are, 2018, believe they must feed on the energy of other people in order to just in order to sustain their physical, mental, and spiritual health. This feeding on sources of energy is done in a couple different ways. The sanguinarian or the sang vampires ingest small amounts of blood, human or otherwise, in order to obtain the energy they believe is held within the blood. It is usually obtained through a willing donor if it is human. So this is important because the vampires want people to know that they don't just go attack people. They go on like these weird feeds online and say, is anyone interested in being fed on? And a willing person has to comply and say, yes, I'd like you to drink my blood. And there are lots of people who want Uh, this done, which is crazy. Lots of people who want to be the donors. So... These are people who will a willing who will willingly allow the feeding on themselves via vampire. Do they usually get bitten or is it usually like you take a vial of their blood? Yeah. That's the thing that I'm not sure about and this Cuz I know there is a woman who like feeds but only feeds on her husband and like you've oh. seen pictures of her, her like biting? actually biting his neck and his arm. I think it's probably a mix from what I read that it's either bites I'm or sorry, sometimes we're being they attacked or right now by I know that is a, a low copter. flying <laughs> copter. Go on. Cuz I think there is a mix from what I read of there's biting or else there's like cutting and the drinking uh. of the blood from there or like in some cases there's even like cutting off fingers like I don't oh, know how shit. people Jesus. agree to this. I know I fully don't understand. So there's a couple of different no, ways. I mean people agree to cannibalism. I know. There's that one they guy say, who cook me and eat me. Yeah. What? He wanted to be yeah. cooked and eaten. Oh. And he ended up Pe- dying. There are weirdos. Out that there, is guys. ridiculous. Yeah. <sighs> so, I couldn't imagine yeah. just willingly being like, yeah, eat me. I know. Yeah, no. I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm all done with life, so yeah, feel free. Take a pinky. I don't care. I'm good. Ugh. 
So the act of feeding on a donor is known as bloodletting, and bloodletting is usually done in the most safe way possible as to not kill the donor and take too much blood. It's usually a very small amount of blood, as we were just saying, and both names of people involved remain confidential, which is why we don't know a lot about it, because they keep it very secret. Um, Most of these sanguinarian vampires only require very few drops, but some will drink as much as a glass full of blood. Ew, ew, ew again. That's a lot of blood in your system. It's so much freaking blood. I can't think about it. I'm getting weak. The counterpart to the sanguinarian. (laughs) No. (laughs) I need to go. Wait, let me let me get my glass. Oh, wine break. (sighs) Just to be as gross as possible for our listeners. Delicious. It's good red red drink that I won't specify. The counterpart to the sanguinarian vampires are the psychic vampires, hey, which we've talked uh, about. Yes. The psychic vampires typically do not believe it is necessary for them to consume blood in order to obtain their energy. Rather, they drain the bodily energy of others by psychic means. Psychic vampires feed in a number of different ways, the most common being through touch, and with in which a psychic vampire will take the energy they need by touching a person through what is known as... What? Sorry, I skipped like eight lines. Here I am. (laughs) (laughs) By touching a person known through (laughs) proximity feeding. Proximity feeding is essentially feeding off the energy of those in proximity of the vampire. So the energy that is taken during proximity feeding can either be touching or if you're moved away from people and you're just in a group of people, it's by absorbing their aura or their prana. And it is the energy people give off simply by being alive. So they're able to absorb it either by touching of the hand or leg or back or whatever, or just being near them and absorbing their aura. I did know a gentleman back home who claimed to see auras. And I shit you not every time I was in a bad mood without physically like noting that I was in a bad mood, he would know. He'd he be knew. Like, he'd be like, are you okay? Is everything okay? And then, and I just felt so comfortable. I talked to him like he always knew. And uh, it was sometimes off-putting. Yeah. That someone could kind of read you that way. Right. I can't creepy. see auras, but I am an empath. So I can feel what someone else is giving off. Yeah. Just very similar. It's for me. energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... That's uh, psychic vampires, especially in like the Wiccan community, are seen as those people that just drain you. Yep. Yeah. And some people just don't even mean to. Some people just drain you because they are. I don't know. Just can't control it, or yeah, like they like. Okay, so for example, you know those people that always have to one up you. Yes. So like, if you've had a really hard day, if you're like, I had a really fucking hard day. I'm exhausted. They're like, you're exhausted. What time did you get up? I got up an hour before you. And I had to do manual labor all day. And you're sitting there like, just because you are tired, that does not take away the fact that I am tired. Or if you're like, I had the best day ever. And they're like, you had the best day ever. This is what happened to me. So those people would also be known as psychic vampires because they actually literally drain your energy. (laughs) I'd never thought of it that way. But yeah, 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 we all have those people in our lives who are draining. Yeah, especially like, like, yeah, when you work with those people. Yeah. And you're literally just like, I can't fucking yeah. deal but with But then you. their energy is getting real high because yeah. they're draining it all out yeah, of you. Yeah, they feed off of your bad vibes. Go on. Bad vibes. <laughs> that psychic energy. I lost energy. that somewhere. It started out strong. And then there are the psychic vampires who do ingest blood from time to time. Very rarely, but they Just will. 
time to time. You can't just, put them in a box. They, every they once want blood, they're going to have blood. Don't box yeah. me in. I'm not just soaking up your energy right now. I'm doing a little blood work too. So psychic vampires who ingest the blood are known as hybrids or Sisang vampires. And there are many subsets of these types of vampires that just go deeper and deeper of like, how often do they drink blood? How much do they take? Blah, blah, blah. So you can go real deep there. But those are the basic types of actual vampires who live, breathe. They're not just living the lifestyle. They say, I am a vampire. I have been awakened. I am no longer human. This is my life. And then I have a quick little murder side note. <laughs> murder side note. Murder it's side my favorite note. favorite kind. Because these are people. Murder, the murder side note needs like a punch up, like. <laughs> murder sideline. So there is. I've brought this guy up to you several times, Ashley, and it's because I was getting him confused with Richard Ramirez every time, and I was like, "Is it Richard Chase?" I remember that you and you were like, "Shut up! Name. I don't know who that guy is." I finally found my opportunity to bring <laughs> oh him my up. God. He is the vampire of Sacramento, Richard Chase, ladies and gentlemen. So he had a life, he had a long life of mental illness. In his youth, he enjoyed killing animals and covering himself in their blood. He also could not perform sexually unless blood from animals was involved in the sexual act. And later in his adult. You'd think that'd be a like red flag. Oh, it was. He was put into mental institution. However, he was released from the mental institution because he'd been there for years and years, and they thought it's finally time to release him, even though he had just told his therapist days before that he wanted to murder animals and bathe in their blood. So they let him go. Fine. And then later in his adult life, after being released, he believed that his blood was turning into powder and the Nazis were after him, so he needed to drink human blood to freshen up and stay alive. Is this Nick Cage? Yep. It is. Wait, I think I've Did I say Richard Chase? I I actually meant Nicolas Cage. Wait, no, I could have swore I've heard this same exact story, but it was Keanu Reeves. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Common misconception. Vampire Sacramento, Keanu Reeves. (laughs) So he only murdered for a few days because he was extremely sloppy and not meant to be a real serial killer who covered up their work. He doesn't seem like he thought this out. Oh, no, no, no. So in 1978... He was busy breaking and entering into homes when he ran randomly entered the home of David and Teresa Wallen. David was at work and sadly Teresa was home. She had left the door unlocked while she took out the garbage. Chase ambushed her and shot her in the head. He then raped her body after she died from her head wounds. Ooh. Yep. Oh. And he carved her up with a butcher knife. He then drank the blood of all of her organs and bathed in it. Wow. And only Jesus. Yeah, this is about to get even worse everyone, so just like Buckle up. Yeah, like fast forward if you get grossed out easily because this one's bad. Only two days after, Chase entered the home of Evelyn Miroth and she was babysitting her two-year-old nephew, David, her son, Jason, and a neighbor named Dan was over as well. With the same gun from the other murder, Richard Chase came in and shot Dan in the head and murdered the two children as well. After killing Evelyn, he sodomized the corpse and drank blood from her neck. Then he allowed blood to pool in her abdomen before draining and drinking it. He left a lot of evidence behind in the crime scene. He stole David's body and consumed his brain matter. That's the little nephew. And he mutilated the body even further, leaving it at a nearby church. So he was spreading his work around. Um, He was immediately caught a day later and sentenced to death, but he committed suicide before he could be put in the gas chamber. And pictures of him show that he was very thin, frail, emaciated, pale, looking quite like a vampire would. Whoa. So that was him. 
And then I don't know much about this other woman. All I could find was she was called the lesbian vampire killer. Her name was cool, Tracy great. Wiggington. I love her. And she killed a man to drink his blood in 1989. That's like all I could find awesome. on it. And she went to prison for life. Totally into it. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I brought those up to say that these are people who said, I want to drink blood, but they were also extremely mentally disturbed. And yeah. these were murderers with many more tendencies than just the need to drink blood penny, penny is, is so being cute so fucking cute right now do you love billy it. do you love oh. billy she's so perched she's and happy on your up lap in his lap oh just looking out at the world <laughs> licking her lips and that makes me happy after the horrible things I just read. I needed to we see needed this. We cleansing. all needed this. We needed, Thank you. We needed a purge. Um, but I brought Thanks, these people Penny. up again because they have vampire in their title. They did want to drink blood, but they were seriously mentally disturbed and they had killing in their nature. They yeah. were not like these other people. And this is another thing that the vampires wanted to tell Joseph in his book was they were saying, we do not attack. We do not kill. We have these willing donors. And sometimes we drink animal blood we're not always killing humans and we'll drink very tiny amounts we're not murderous we're not killing people so they wanted to separate themselves from these crazy killers but it is interesting that they're both but those are just the vampires that are out of the coffin if you will oh dun 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 we don't know about the other ones exactly the dangerous ones out of the coffin they called them on true blood out of the coffin coming out of the coffin coming out of the coffin let's have a coming out of the coffin party yes Um, so real vampires, lifestylers, a lot of them have many shared characteristics and identities so that you can pinpoint them. Um, because vampire subculture mostly stemmed from the gothic movement, there are a great number of vampires who engage in aspects of the gothic culture. They will wear the clothes. They listen to gothic rock, gothic metal, dark wave music, like the dark makeup, all of it. So it has a lot of a gothic feel to it. They... Also listen to music with themes such as vampires, blood, or death. In terms of commonalities in their style, the most of the vampire community seeks out fangsmiths, which is usual usually a professional dental technician or dentist who could create artificial fangs, usually out of acrylic or other tools, to give them the most iconic vampire feature of those fangy teeth. And this is very common amongst lifestylers, but a lot of real vampires use them as well. We're going to talk about a very famous one in just a minute. I see you freaking out over there. Yeah, well, he, he keeps coming back. We're up, getting so. to it. We're like, getting to I it. I know him. I know, I know him. him. I <laughs> love. Santa. I also love the title of Fangsmith. I think yes. that Fangsmith? is so wonderful. Like wonderful. I need to go see I love my it. Fangsmith to oh. get my special teeth. Also, there are physical and psychological commonalities among the vampire culture. There was this study done by the Atlanta Vampire Alliance. I love that. They were studying vampirism. <laughs> really and, into all of these things. I know. <laughs> they were studying vampirism and energy work. So they wanted to study these different people who had been awakened, as they call it, meaning they discovered they were no longer human and became a vampire. They studied these people from the moment that they were awakened into, I don't know, maybe a couple months into it, studying their work environment, things they were ailing, like finding ailments, different things that were wrong with them. And they were just interviewing all these people saying, okay, what's wrong with you? What have you discovered since you became a vampire? They got 1,400 responses. So this was over a lot of people in the vampire community. 
And they mostly found that real vampires have been diagnosed with physical conditions such as migraines, asthma, and anemia. And the mental conditions were depression, panic attacks, ADHD, and bipolar disorder, the highest being depression, like astronomically high. So that was common amongst all the vampires who believed they were real. Um, They were all very pale, emaciated, had sensitivity to sunlight. But um, the vampires did say in their research that we believe, even though it is normal to feel drained of energy and pale because of other serious health deficiencies, we are having this coloring because we are truly vampires. And they wanted that to be known that Mm. there are other people who are pale, but they're not us. Mm. I I thought that was an interesting tidbit to add. Yeah. I mean, or gingers. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. In general. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, we don't don't just take all pale people. You have to be like a real vampire. You have to be like sick all the time. Like real (laughs) sick all the time. But that that study made me really sad that they have all these things. Like almost everybody had depression and panic attacks and they were all, like so many of them have anemia and it's just, that's real rough. But that's the lifestyle they're leading, so. I cannot remember the author, but there is a great book out there that deals um, a lot with this called Vampire Nation. Ooh. Yeah. Vampire Nation Vampire on Nation. that. Yeah. Count me in. Did yeah, they deal so with this stuff before they were awakened or this is after? They didn't like the interview them until and, after the awakening oh, okay. and they, so they said wouldn't... just answer from now. But I mean, I'm sure they were experiencing some of True. that before. I'm, I mean, the depression, at least, I would think, yeah. could have maybe been the reason that led them into thinking, like, I'm a part of this and I want to be a part of something bigger. And now I have a little bit of a support system yeah, like a from these other people. Just yeah. To, yeah. yeah. To be a part of a community. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. So... Real vampires all differ on an individual basis. Like we were saying earlier, some take on the gothic lifestyle, some don't. Um, Some want to keep their identities completely secret and not go out to any of the clubs or the events or anything. And it's actually really difficult to interview vampires. It was amazing that people agreed to do this study, but they were anonymous um, or agreed to be in this book, this book by this Joseph man that I've been reading from because they are very secretive and a lot of them only want to go by their community names which means they have a pseudonym that they use in the real world that is not their vampire name and they will only go by that fake identity because they don't want their co-workers or neighbors to learn about the real them they're like furries yes exactly <laughs> just like furries yeah. living that same secret life So for these reasons, despite the belief held by real vampires that their vampire classification is not by choice and it is something they are born with and naturally are, participation in the subculture and the events and, you know, the clubs, the outfits, that is voluntary, completely their choice. The internet has played a huge role in the spread of the vampire community, making it as big as it is today, really bringing it to life. Before the late 1990s, the vampire community was a lot less cohesive and self-aware because no one could connect with other vampires. They just didn't know where the other ones were. There still was a lot of community that existed because there were magazines and newsletters that went out, which I think is so fun. And there was a huge vampire underground. And and they sold cookies once a year. That sold cookies. They had a big bake sale. (laughs) And the newsletters and magazines would promote each other and advertise for each other so that they could connect different underground vampire communities. And it connected them and made a network. I know. I thought that was cool. So they were connecting with people all over the country and realizing they were not alone because of these newsletters. And then the Internet came today and it just exploded. And there are so many communities online 
which unfortunately the internet also brought along some Christian assholes who call themselves the Vampire Slayers. Oh, no. And they go on to troll and send hate mail to vampire forums of people who are just trying to connect and chat and sometimes are even using like healing and, you know, just they're not doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. They're doing nothing illegal, but these people are coming on and ruining their day, which made me very sad. That so, is sad. I know. Leave them alone. Leave vampires leave alone. Leave vampires alone. <laughs> we need to make a new Leave Britney yeah. alone for the vamps. The vampires. <laughs> just some dripping mascara. Yeah. Black hair. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. But then getting to the fun part, when you take away the trolls and the assholes, members of the vampire subculture are present all over the world, but the most dense populations are in Manhattan, New Orleans, and London. These cities are also host to the largest vampire gatherings of the year, created by Father Sebastian. Father Sebastian. Father Sebastian. Yes. I'm the only one in this room who doesn't know who that is. <laughs> he created one of the biggest events called Endless Night Vampire Ball. And Father Sebastian is important because he is a highly regarded member of the vampire community. He is a fangsmith, he is a fangsmith which is why yeah. he was wiggling in his seat over there earlier. You said fangsmith. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I know one of those. He <laughs> is one of the most famed fangsmiths. He would make them teeth for people. And more than any other individual was responsible for organizing and promoting the New York vampire scene. He basically started it and made it what it is cool. today, which is now like a huge haven for the vampires to go. So now he has grown beyond New York and he does these events all over the world that will usually say Father Sebastian's blah, blah, blah. He'll do big events. Well, and that's what we talked about earlier that was in L.A. last week, yeah, right? Yeah, Father Sebastian's Endless Night, Endless Night Los Angeles. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So he does the Endless Night and then the Vampire Ball in different cities. Um, and then there was a little poster from the 2013 one. It was the Cirque Day Vampire. And I pulled up the picture because I thought it was fun for you guys to see. Like that was the flyer they were passing around. If oh, you can I see. love like, it. Yeah. The vampire ladies in circus garb and just looking super awesome. And I was like, I love that. I would love to see Sadly these flyers every it. year. I know. And that's really amazing. So it brings everybody together from all over the world. You can either go to the one in your city or travel to one of the other ones. And um, it, yeah, so that's one of the largest vampire festivals and has played a major role in shaping the modern vampire community. And it's as big as it is today, pretty much because of Father Sebastian. In these events, which I thought was so fun. Yeah, but he like, also authored a few books as well. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. what's his background? What Father Sebastian, does he think he's a vampire? Uh, or, from, I mean, I'm sorry, I should... Well, he's a fangsmith. Is he a vampire? He's, he's a fangsmith. Um, okay. From what I know, he partakes in the life, but not as much like the bloodletting. He's right. more like a style... I think he's one of the lifestylers. Lifestylers, cool. yeah. 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 Lifestyler, yeah. Mm. Where's he from? I think... I was I'm, thinking New York see, just I because it I'm, said he started it I'm in New York. I'm pretty sure New York, yeah. But that, I mean, he may cool have traveled guy. there from somewhere else. I'm not positive. Do you think but. he was the one that was upstairs in the crushed velvet suit at the vampire? No. Um, oh, but what? I, but what I, if he was? I wish. <laughs> How amazing. You were so close. I was so close. To him in my fantasy. I, know. <laughs> I was drinking vampire wine looking at a Father Sebastian flyer. <laughs> oh, yes. Crying. Just tears streaming yeah, down my your mascara face. was just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. I was in public, so it was quite a scene. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It would be you embarrassing, but I was at a vampire bar, so I fit in with everyone else so that was there. Feel so. like it was just on point. Yeah, <laughs> my smoky right eye place. was ruined. Yeah, your smoky <laughs> eye was ruined. Smoky eye, as was the bartenders <laughs> and the hosts. 
Uh, okay, I just have a couple more things. Keep it the coming. Vampire festivals known as Noir, we're drinking Pinot Noir, mm-hmm. Noir Havens are events during which members of the vampire community come together from all over the world to dress in costume and listen to vampire bands. So it's like a little music cool. festy and just connect with other people. These happen throughout the year, similar to the vampire balls, and it's just a way to spend time balls. with balls. <laughs> It's a great way to meet other people in the community or people who want more vampire community in their life will go to nightclubs or vampire houses, covens, clans, orders, or courts. Hey. Vampire houses and covens typically consist of like-minded, often young, real vampires, no lifestylers allowed, who look to one another as being part of a support system. It is not uncommon for members of vampire houses to live near each other or to live in the same house. Vampire courts often consist of vampire community members who meet month just monthly to socialize, interact, and learn. I feel like it's like a neighborhood council meeting. The first one sounds a lot like the hives from True Blood. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. very, yeah. yeah. I know. When you read about this stuff, you're like, okay, I see where you got everything Yeah, we're talking about. It's in so intricate. I can't believe it. Go on. There was a great goth vampire club in new orleans on royal called the convent i've been inside of it twice very dark and smoky but really cool actually yeah yeah, yeah. really fun yeah anyway. and when you say vampire <laughs> bands yeah what are we talking about here is vampire bands vampire is in bands. just like the aesthetic of like vampire or well it or varies like they are vampires it varies there's both there oh. are bands that consist of real vampires who also like playing Ooh. music and so they will be actual vampires who also play instruments and play in a band or it'll be a gothic rock band that is invited Great. to this festival to that's play. like 80s dark wave exactly that's what the i think dark of. wave music yes Goth Billy picked up a lot of those and still still listens to them pretty regularly. Oh, really, uh, Goth if, Billy? If anybody is looking for some good 80s new age goth, I have to recommend Sisters of Mercy. Sisters of Mercy. I love Sisters of Mercy. Have you seen so good. The World's End? Yes. He's wearing yes. a Sisters of Mercy shirt. Yes. In that movie? Yeah. I yes. just watched like that the recently. Whole movie. Yeah, the whole movie. He has a Sisters of Mercy like, shirt. He's wearing like the shirt That's that is great. the cover of their he like, most popular album. He has a Sister of Mercy yeah. tattoo, doesn't he? Does he have a tattoo? I don't I remember think so. if he has it's a tattoo. It's like on his chest because they're like, shows your Sisters of Mercy tattoo. <laughs> oh Anyways, go on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is phenomenal. <laughs> I was a fan of Sisters of Mercy before it was cool, guys. Yeah. You're a true fan. Yeah. Come on. Billy knows what's... Goth Billy knows what's up. Goth Billy... Is yeah. on the level. <laughs> He's got some stories. Yes, yeah. I tell you. Stories. I bet Mississippi ginger goth ginger Billy goth ginger goth has with, a life with hair down to about my shoulder blades. No. Yes. Oh, and it was crazy curly. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to see a it photo. You're pulling please, one up when we're finished here. Uh, I, I tried to all. burn them all. <laughs> oh. I did try to burn them we're all. Some, them up. Sometimes I blame them, like the loss of these photos on Katrina. I'm like, oh, hurry. Oh, my God. Katrina. I lost, I lost everything that I own. Um, nope. We're going to find some those. fool has put them online. <laughs> for Who's our the fool? A couple enjoyment. Of, a couple of them. A, oh, okay. A friend from back home oh, from Mississippi. Who knows all your secrets. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a picture of me in full-blown crow makeup playing oh. Vampire the Masquerade. Of course. Yeah. 
Don't that look that up on game. Facebook. Guess what I'm doing the rest of the night. <laughs> yep. Looking up Billy on Facebook. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Good to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This has been a real Now we're blast. going to torment you. <laughs> Um, that was pretty much all I had. I just wanted to end with saying that I think there is a lot of judgment around the vampire community, but at the end of the day, they're really just people looking to connect with yeah. other like-minded people. And sometimes, especially when you're just living the lifestyle, you do just like a certain style, a certain mm-hmm. music. You like the aesthetic or you just, you like something about the darkness of the vampire. The, and I yeah, think that's the okay. the mystery of the yes. vampire, like yeah. the alluring mystery. You get to mystery. wear the fake teeth, go to a yes. yeah. It's fun. I mean, it's a, like a lot of these other, like subcultures. You find something that you really connect with and yes. there's always people that share your same mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings and just right. that's just the group you get gravitate there's towards. nothing totally. different yeah. from living a vampire lifestyle than like going to comic-con every year exactly yeah. unless you're having sex and blood unless you're having yeah, sex and blood that's, 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 that's on yeah. their own level yeah, i just brought a, them up to like a, add that category and let you all know they exist but they are gross yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's a little, that's team too much. <laughs> but this was helpful for me to do this episode because I, to be honest, always thought a vampire club or bar, even though I've been into a vampire bar, that was totally fine. But I think I thought the underground clubs, they were literally like feeding and that's you what they did. You thought it was going to be like Blade? Yeah. Like I thought you went down just there and it's just like blood. bloodbaths. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and it's probably because I watched Blade, yeah. but Why am I, I so had that image that? in my head. <laughs> Uh, I would totally go to like one blade rave. Yeah, like, where's you the want to go once yeah. just Let's to go. see. But Date. my in my head, I thought that was yeah. everywhere. And so this was just helpful for me to know. No, they just want to go hang out with other vampires. Yeah. That's people what, like they're just, just hanging out. Joe and I are actually convinced that our neighbor right across the uh, little drive here has an entrance to a blade club. You said that. Underneath his like exercise Little... room because you can hear Ugh. like doom, 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 doom. and I realized that like there. it's probably just exercising, but what if it's actually like a secret entrance to a blade club? If that is the case, can I get an invite? Billy, I, don't I know. literally I said this like... to her two weeks ago and she told me, I said, can we go check it out? And her yeah. and Joe were like, Let's no, we're gonna, we can't. We can't go over there. Why not? Did I Listen, say we can't go over yes, there? Yes. You I'll and Joe denied me. I'll bring the trench coats. Let's I go check like, it out. Yeah. I think well, we have some to trench go coats, look. A black light because that's Ooh. how you find it. Yeah. At least in Blade 2. Yes. Yeah. By Blade 2, they were using black light. So we'll bring the black light and we'll go find it. Okay. All right. Okay. Just saying. I mean, let's do I'm in. Good. You were also 100% convinced that there was a vampire orc one time. Oh, you, my God. Do you remember this? Right? Yes. Do you yes, remember this? Yes, I do remember yeah. this. He was, dra- he was a vampire cowboy. Oh, I didn't know he was he a was cowboy. He was a cowboy. Well, that's even yes. better. Yeah, Did he was a cowboy. Yeah. He is just he, smashing you know what? genres. You know what? <laughs> Strange as it may seem, he did not say yeehaw. Oh, bummer. But he was like very handsome very young looking, dressed in like full, like old school Western cowboy garb gear. Okay. Garb. Garb gear. Garb gear. Garb and gear. he smelled really, really, really good, but like earthy and good. I thought you were oh. gonna say up death. Like he crawled <laughs> I know, out I of a grave. Of yeah. <laughs> I followed him around the store forever. I remember I was like running in the back and I was like, I yeah. think there's a vampire in the store. I went uh, to the back room and Ashley looked just like in shock. She's like, you just missed the vampire. 
<laughs> I was convinced. I can't remember like what it was and that made me think was vampire. Nick Cage was here. Nick Cage was here. <laughs> he was at Barnes in and the Noble? store. Oh my gosh! Why didn't you? Talk I can't to remember him? what it was that made me think like he was a vampire, though. But I, you just knew you you were, like you were felt convinced. It. I was drawn. This guy to was him. a vampire. I was drawn to him. That might have been it. Was it because he was standing in New Age? He was he in was New, New Age. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, what's a cowboy doing in New Age? Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Definitely a vampire. <sighs> okay, so I have some questions for you hey, guys. Do you guys have this uh, book on blood magic and <laughs> paperback? <laughs> also, yeehaw. All right, I have some questions for you guys. Okay, bring them on. Let's start with... If you could live life as any fictional vampire, which fictional vampire world would you live in and why? And I have an answer if you want me to go first. Yeah, let's hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Okay. I don't know the answer to this, so I this, need to hear both of you first. This gives me a little time to think. Yeah, I yeah think, I think about answer, it. Think about you, it. Yeah. I think I would choose True Blood. Okay. Because... You could be sexy and party like a vampire, or you could just be like a normal person living your normal life. Like you don't have to be, I don't know, yeah, sexy and cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you could just be like a normal person. You can be whoever you want But also like be. you get to, you know, you can choose to come out of the coffin or stay in the coffin. So you don't have to cut yourself off from human contact. But you would have to deal with a lot of prejudice and hate crimes. Mm -hmm. But also, life would never get boring because you also have shapeshifters and werewolves and fairies running around and witches and all kinds of stuff. It's true. So along with that, I want to ask what vampire, fictional vampire world would you not want to be a vampire in? And my answer to that would be Blade. And that's only because... I feel like there is no other nightlife aside from clubs. Right. Oh, if you're a vampire, <laughs> the if you're a vampire, yeah. like the I feel like you, you have go. to go to club. You have to either or you go have to like throw a giant party yes. on your rooftop. Yes, yeah. and everyone wears white for some right. reason. At, only at the ha- at the house party. Yes, in only the clubs, at the house party. In the clubs, you wear whatever you want. Yes, yeah. yeah. And Ooh, I just I agree. don't it's very like restrictive. Yes. I don't like clubbing. Yeah, who wants to But if you're a vampire, you don't know. You might love clubbing. Yeah, vampire but actually may choice. love the clubbing. Yeah, it's it's the yeah, choice that's to valid. if you want a club or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just you. feel like there's no like, oh, tonight I can go clubbing or like, or I can go to a vampire cafe. Like, I feel yeah. like in the Blade universe is like, you're going to go clubbing. And I hate house music, so. And I, Ugh, hate, house I hate house music. House music. You're exactly yeah. right. I can't do Blade. That's yep. pretty bad. I can't do it. Oh, but. Remember in Blade 2 where he fights Ron Perlman and uh-huh. it's playing Crystal Method? Oh, yeah. I could listen to Crystal Method. <laughs> in some like, of the scenes, they're playing such good music <laughs> that I don't know. Maybe I changed my mind. It's tough. It's like, how do you feel about house music or maybe also rap? You know? Yeah, you got, you got for few, sure. Like you got a few choices. Sometimes there's going to be some rap yeah. and some rock and roll, but mostly house music. Mm. So yeah, mm. I can't do Blade. Yeah, interesting. Okay, I think True I would Blade say would be what I would live in. Okay. Blade is absolutely not. I would say anti-Blade for sure, and also, I mean, this is a world of a lot of creatures, but anti-Underworld. Yeah, you wouldn't want to live in Underworld. Well, I know you have no. <laughs> It's well, funny no. because I know what one of your other questions is, I feel like and I'm a almost lot of fighting. In I'm gonna world. contradict myself with an answer 
that involves Underworld later because there are things in Underworld that I love, but it's just, it feels like it's constant battle. Whereas I feel like in True Blood, I liked Ashley's answer of like, I can be a vampire, but I can live amongst everybody. I can choose to live drama free. Yes. I can be in battle and I can murder some folk over here, but what if I just want to like hang out with my friends? Mm -hmm. I can also do that or have some sexy time. Or yeah, you can choose to drink True Blood and not have to you know, her choices and you could make a shit ton of money because you could sell tiny vials of your blood for drugs. But in the movie underworld, I'm constantly stressed because of fighting. Yeah. See, I I can't handle that. And kind of like, I don't like conflict. You don't want to wear a corset. It's like, yeah, there's always battle like rubber. Everything in underworld is rubber. I can't do it. I don't want to wear that. Can I wear my normal clothes? So the same, yeah, Blade and Underworld, I both feel like if I no, were to you. say, I don't want to do this, then I'd just be murdered immediately. And then I guess I'd say for where I'd want to be, True Blood, I know it feels like I'm stealing, but you just put such a good example. I couldn't think it's of great. an answer, but that's good. Oh. If we want to go to a really cheesy, horrible TV show, The Vampire Diaries, those were just some normal high schoolers who also sucked blood. I I have never seen it. But don't watch I it. It's you. bad. But as far as the world goes, like they okay. were vampires in the night, but also like were planning their prom. And I was like, that cool. seems cool. Alternatively, if you are maybe interested in Vampire Diaries, but never want to watch it, watch the originals. It's a spinoff. All and takes, it's better. And it takes place in New Orleans. Hey. hey. And it's so and much it's better. So much better. Really? And it's the so originals, yeah, it's a spinoff because the original vampires all came back to this town that's in the Vampire Diaries and they were the best part of the show. Yeah. But then, like, all the normal high school kids were like, get out of here, originals. You're mean to us. And then they got their own show, and it's so much better because they're so much more yeah. badass. And he's like, oh, I just want to murder people. These teenagers yeah. suck. Let's go back home to New Orleans. They're like, you're annoying. I don't want to be here anymore. And they're ancient. Like, they've been around for so long, whereas most of these kids in high school, well, I guess Damon and Stefan, for those who have watched it, are pretty old, but the originals are, like, old. They're great. But they look beautiful. This sounds a lot like Twilight. Yeah. Am I right or wrong? Um, oh, God. It's not, it's cheesy, but it is so much better than Twilight. That is the credit I'll give Vampire Diaries and the Originals because Twilight is straight up trash. And then if you go into Originals, you do, you get things like werewolves, witches. Cool. Like the vampires can walk in the daylight because of witch rings and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Okay. That's fair. much better than Twilight. Much better. But definitely the corniness. What about you? (sighs) You know what? I, I feel like True Blood is just as clean sweep. Yeah, I it thought is. that too. I it's, think, yes, all of call. the positives are there. It's like I can be a vampire and be a vampire. Yes, people are gonna they're gonna be hate crimes. People yep. are gonna be against me, but some people are gonna be very into obsessed me, obsessed with me. Yeah, um, but I don't have me. to kill people if I don't want to. I can yeah. drink True Blood. Yep. Yeah, I can just be like a vampire accountant if I yes. want to. Yes. You, know? you could just be yourself yeah. or you could choose to like move to wherever and be a different person or you could be like, nah, I kind of want to go back to being just like a bookworm who is also kind of yeah. a vampire yeah. and then you could go back or you, you could go to Fantasia if you want a night out or you can just go to uh, Merlots if you want a night in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could, all the options is what is important. The keep it cash. Yeah, yeah you can keep a it nice cash. Night. Yes. I'm into it. I true think True Blood, blood is just Sweet. the way I think to True go. Blood wins. Swept yeah. Em. yeah. Oh, but as far as not wanting to be in any vampire world, I'd have to say there's a really obscure movie called The Perfect Creature. Uh-huh. I, that is like an alternate... 
it's an alternate timeline steampunk kind of world where the vampires are looked at as gods people go to church and instead of giving money they give blood Oh, interesting. You know, so it's, and vampires are a dying breed in that movie. No new vampires are born and no new vampires are being born. Okay. It just seems like the Great Depression. It's like children of men. Exactly. But for vampires. And it just seems. I don't like it. Terrible. (laughs) I would not want to. I'm going to have to. Is it good? Is it a good movie? Is it worth watching? No. It's okay. (laughs) Nope. You hesitated. I I hesitated a little too long. It's got Doug Ray Scott in it. Is that a selling point? Who? Doug Ray Scott. Nope. Oh. Okay. Who? Never mind. I lost <laughs> this. I you lost, lost this, crowd. this one. No, here's the thing. You lost me when you came in and I said, Would you like something to drink? I have LaCroix. And you said, I don't like LaCroix. And I, I said, knew. Get out, I Ashley. Get out. Shoot out of her eyes. She had wooden stakes. Shoot out of her eyes. Bitch. <laughs> and I went oh. to the fridge and I was like, I have LaCroix or eggs. Do you want eggs? <laughs> And I said, I will Rocky Balboa this. Give me the eggs. Crack the egg into his mouth. Yeah. Just right in like a baby bird. Great answers all around. I would have also accepted what we do in the shadows. I didn't know that was an option. What? It's a vampire world. It's a vampire world. Oh my gosh. I choose that. See, I would choose that. Except They have good times. Except they do have good times. The only thing I wouldn't like about that is that I feel like there's no good vampires that's true. I'd want to like be skilled. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? they like at do. Least, they're so clumsy. At least be at what a little bit doing. skilled. Like but they are oh, just my gosh, not Jameen very Clement. good. I, if I could just See. hang out with him in a house, if I had forever. to have nerdy street brawls with those terrible werewolves. Yep. Yes. Yeah. See. Oh okay. my gosh. See, I, I forgot do, about that. Yeah. that the thing about was what we do in the shadows that I would absolutely love is that um, I could just like live in a house with my best friends. Yep. You go wake your friend yeah. up in the closet every once in a while. Yes, Wallen's feed him a like, chicken. Hey, like, everything's you all right? great. All right. See you later. So what are your top three? What are the top three best vampire movies? You are killing me with this question. I know it's hard. Oh, it's real tough. But yes, go. I'll let you go first so I can do it. Think. Okay. Let the right one in. Good one. Good one. Love that movie. Wait, which version? Oh, duh. The Swedish. Okay. Okay. That's let the right one in, not let me. Let oh, you're me right. In. Yeah. No, you're right. I the... forgot they changed it. Is even it though... Swedish? I'm sorry. It's Swedish. It, it is. is. Yes, okay. I, even though Chloe, Chloe Moretz was great, I thought. A lot I... of good performances in the in But the I didn't like but... it as much as, yes. Yeah, I, I was yeah. going to say the same. Incredible. It was missing something. It yeah. was. But I just like, she's amazing as a child actress and as an adult. Anyway, go ahead. Blade. Of course. Naturally. And what we do in the shadows again. Yay. I love okay. that movie so much. Okay. And that I think that those three cover every spectrum. The they only do. thing that I'm missing on really is a Dracula movie, which yeah. didn't make it into it's my right. top three. Sorry about it. Sorry. Ooh, tough one. Real tough one. I have to say, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Gary Oldman. Gary and Oldman. Anthony Hopkins. Saved that film from those terrible British accents. Yeah, from Keanu Reeves. Damn Keanu! Do you think he was in that movie to throw people off the scent? Maybe he was like, "See, I'm just pretending. See, I'm just. It's all a fig, them. It's all a farce. (laughs) No, it's real." Also, congratulations, Gary Oldman. That murdered me. I have died, and you did not stake me, so I've come back as a vampire. So I've come back as a vampire. <laughs> congratulations, um, Gary Oldman, on his Oscar, by the way. Yeah, congrats- well deserved. And go see The Darkest Hour if you haven't. Uh, so, yes, Bromstoker's Dracula, Lost Boys. Ooh, 
Ooh. Lost Boys, and Near Dark. Oh, I haven't seen fuck. Near Dark. Near Dark. Wait, tell me about Near Dark. Let me, hold on. Go on. Brief what? aside, let me yeah. tell you about Near Dark. Please do. Near Dark. I don't know what it is. It might, might sound, even though I said Lost Boys is in my top three, it might sound like I'm <gasps> angry at Lost peace. Boys. Yeah. But Near Dark was overshadowed because it came out the same year as, as Lost, Lost Boys. Boys. I no actually way. like Near Dark more than I like Lost Boys. It's, it's, I love Lost Boys. Yeah, it's on my list, you too. You need to watch the only... Place near dark gets a little iffy is kind of at the end. There's some weird stuff I won't tell you. Okay. But oh, I can't wait it's got a great cast. Lance Henriksen, uh, Adrian Pazdar, the late great Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Oh, the late great Bill, Bill Paxton. And he is so good He's in so near good dark. and creepy as a vampire named Severin. Bill Paxton as a vamp. And it's amazing. Sign me up. Give me back my fucking spur. Oh. <laughs> yes. Well, a, that line sealed it. Yeah. Um. But okay. yeah. what's but your a, favorite? It's a great film. The things I think are really compelling about the movie is it's got a great 80s vibe. The whole the whole soundtrack is done by Tangerine Dream, who did great. the music to Legend. Yes. yes. And never once do they say the word vampire or do you see fangs. Okay. Ever. I like that. Really good film. Into it's it. pretty good. Um, I like so it I think those would be my top three. I'm Love living that. in the 80s, guys. Maria from... Yeah. Glitch, Glitch in the, the Maria. Maria. Mm-hmm. Her favorite line from Lost Boys is, they're only noodles, Michael. <laughs> she says it like that. Didn't they're she only say noodles, Michael. I feel like she said that when she, she was did. either on the I've podcast or like before that we pressed More record. than I've heard her say, hello, Ashley, no. in my life. <laughs> they're only noodles, <laughs> they're only noodles, noodles Michael. Michael. And she says it in the best way possible. Yes, she does. So many best. great lines in Lost Boys. Though. I know. I you know what? Here's Lost the thing. Boys. I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I loved it, loved it, loved it. And then I watched it with Joe. And we smoked Halloween, and we watched Lost Boys, and Joe <laughs> hated it. What? So really? What? That well, makes me think of it's a scene so life. Joe had never seen it before, right? Right. right? So That's it's like what getting I'm saying, someone like, to watch The Goonies who had never like seen Goonies. Some, yeah, but I the, showed the my husband about, Goonies for the first time recently, and he yeah. was like, "That was fun, yeah, it's okay. but it was okay." It's but fine. I've been watching it since. But I was the a Lost child. Boys. Exactly, if you watch the Lost Boys, yes, I have a lot of questions. For example. In the first scene, not the first scene, but like when they first go to that like weird concert on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's like that shirtless. Sax man. Sax yeah. man with all the muscles. The saxophone. What band is that? Has a concert like that existed? Oh, oh, oh you mean in life. <laughs> I in thought life. you were like, yes. what band is that? I've seen them yeah. before. Oh. No. no, no, no. It's like shirtless. Muscle man, you don't like know Ashley. Off of Venice oh, Beach playing like a saxophone, the, the and that's like the cool the... place to be. Isn't the saxophone yeah. is someone famous? I thought no, it was like a fun so. little cameo. No. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just in the straight to video sequel of oh. of Maybe an older sax man who is still performing shirtless, but he has a giant gut. That's it. That's probably what you're thinking of. That's what I'm thinking of. From the sequel, Lost Boys. But yeah, then like, here's the thing. If you watch Lost Boys, like pretend like you've never seen it before and then watch it for the first time. But what if Lost Boys is life and I can't do that? That's true. You might not be able to separate (laughs) yourself. But if you do, because that's what I tried to do. A lot of questions. Uh, It doesn't quite make sense. (laughs) 
it's like they're fighting with him, but they also are like, join us, but only if you can catch us. And then he has to like ride his bike and like chase him down a beach. But also he's not really chasing them. He's more just like riding with them. And then like they get to a cave and they're kind of being mean to him. Yeah. They're making fun of him. And then they make him think he's eating maggots. And then like he's part of their group, but like not really part of their group. Okay. I take that as a lot of like um, schoolyard antics. Like when you like a girl, you chase her and then you're mean to <laughs> they're her. They're negging him? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> they're, they're negging they're him. Negging they're like, him they really the want time. him to be a vampire, but they're but like, like, you're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> Your hair is stupid. You don't even have an earring. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have bleached hair. Yeah. The saxophone. Frost those tips. Was not a famous actor, but is a famous saxophone man named Tim Capello who used to play with Tina Turner. So I wasn't completely wrong, but I was wrong. But I was 50, definitely 50, wrong. 50, 50. So he had a career, but uh, he's not anyone I thought he was. Okay. Top what? three. Top three. Ooh. Okay. Definitely Lost Boys. Definitely. Okay. Joe's well, going to be very disappointed. I know. I mean, it's so good. Well, maybe it's we're always disappointed. Well, maybe we're that disappointed. That goes two ways. It. It's always been a favorite. And then I love what we do in the shadows. It's so good. It's, it's I truly, so truly I, love it. And I just recently saw that. I saw that like two years ago. Yeah, I just saw it last it. year. Me, you, and Alex I, yeah. watched it. Ashley sat and with Alex me and my even liked it. Alex hates horror. Alex hates horror but, movies, I mean, it's, but it's because this is a comedy, yeah, he horror, loved it. So. And he loves Jermaine Clement, and he loves the director. Taika? Yes. He loves everything he does. Like, Alex literally will marathon all of his like little indie yeah. movies in a whole he's day great. so he was like all up for what we do in the shadows but he's wonderful now he got Thor Ragnarok so we're never mm-hmm. gonna see that guy again um okay well Taika what well, TT when you watch uh what we do in the shadows listeners if you've never seen it go check it out his it is so funny movie when he's just he's always so like, wonderful Taika so what TT um directed it with Jermaine Clements yep. I believe they wrote it as well the way that they shoot this movie is incredible. It's so, so they good. They use, you know, they don't use special effects right. unless they yep. absolutely have to. The The effects in this movie are incredible. Yep. They use uh, old school effects like the spinning room, the spinning right. hallway to show them like oh, flying against yeah. walls. And, and like it all walking looks so reality walls. TV and doc style. Yes. So you're never, mm-hmm. like it feels so real and it's you're incredible. never seeing CGI Some of the things they do, like the scene where, who is it? Is it Jermaine or is it, take it that comes out of the backpack when oh. the guy puts on the backpack and yes. he's trying to run out and, yeah. and he like and get his take the backpack it. Yeah. and comes That's out amazing insane i so don't good. even know how they do it anyways go on and i mean flight of the concords is my everything jermaine clement listening to him speak just brings me so much joy because everything he says is great so yeah it's a favorite i call this look dead but delicious dead but delicious <laughs> okay um, last ones okay so lost boys what we do in the shadows i'm struggling to come up with a third to be honest but even though i didn't see this until recently well maybe like three years ago with you but i do really love blade i love blade Either. yeah it is real <laughs> tough for me because the three that i picked are some of my all-time favorites uh but obviously like having a blade tattoo it's mm-hmm. super it's important up there. To you. yeah it's very important and let's not forget when we talk about like these like blockbusters like Black Panther right now that's like shattering everything and it's just very strong for like the African-American community and the African community. Let's not forget that the start of the entire superhero genre 
and black superheroes was Blade. Was Blade. Yeah, like, was people Blade. don't realize, because he's Marvel, yeah. isn't it's he? He's a Marvel character. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. I was like, I don't think people ever think Marvel about that. Character. He was the introduction to yeah. it. And I think, yeah, and I think that is awesome. so special. And he's amazing. Yeah, he's so cool. I think the movie was special because of that reason, introducing this black superhero who's just slaying vampires left and right. Yeah. He's like kind of this tortured soul a little bit well and i think the storyline of... is so great like it's his wonderful. mother was bitten yeah, by a vampire like before so he was born so he's half vampire. he has half. like all their strengths and none of their weaknesses yeah. except yep. for his thirst for blood exactly. and like it, it wesley just... snipes is a fucking yeah. he's bad he's a powerhouse in that movie <laughs> he's and so it good kind of came out of nowhere and it was like no other vampire film you had seen yes it changed the landscape of vampire films if it weren't for blade we would i guarantee you we wouldn't have underworld no, Guaranteed yeah, I agree. We never underworld. Underworld, and I think, would have been on my list. I do like the first and the second one. I believe it just went on and on uh, yeah, and on. I honestly good. don't remember yeah. Underworld that Which is much. Fair. A lot of people. It could have made it on the list if it, it would have been like one hit. Yes, that's it. like do the first I, one and just, move along. But then they yeah. dragged it on, so now I have. Like, Aren't they this still making view. them? Yes, there are. F- I can't. Five now. And are th- isn't there a new one, or there just was? There was just a new one called Blood Wars. Yes. No. It's like they, that's the thing is it got tainted because it went on for too long. But honestly, if you just look at the first one as a standalone, you're like, this is fun. This is great. Yeah, you can easily do. It doesn't need, I mean, there's a little stinger at the end. There is. There's going to be a sequel. Yeah. But if you watch it on its own, it's a fantastic film. It's real good. And also much like Blade, like an kind of a badass empowering like female character before Wonder Woman. Oh, hell yeah. I do remember like her being pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. If you have another question, I feel like that's my answer to it. What, Kate Which vampire would you be? Oh, well, I was going to say, what's the best movie vampire of all time? Oh. oh. That's... See, that's tougher. I thought you were going to be like, who would you be? And I was no, going to say, Celine, best Celine, movie Celine. Vampire. <laughs> I actually said, possibly Tom Cruise, Interview with a Vampire. Ooh. His character arc is in- incredible. Provocative um, answer. Yes. And like Tom Cruise. Answer. I mean, Tom Cruise is... Uh, the most talented. I he can't. was so wonderful in that movie. I just mm-hmm. watched that one recently too. Do you remember our text exchange when I was like, "Can I watch this on a plane?" You go, "Yeah." I don't think there's any nudity. I, uh, <laughs> and then no, there's I nudity. Oh I had God. to turn it off there's and was like, like "There is a naked woman's vagina in my eyeball," I'm and I'm so sitting next sorry. to a six-year-old. Yeah. No, it's fine. So I didn't get to watch the whole thing mistake. on the plane. <laughs> then I watched the rest when I was home. Yeah, I was like, I can't. With you know what? I have to I think about it. I don't no. think there's any yep. nudity. But literal, yep, there was so much nudity. There was so much nudity. Every so, time it's a good movie, though. I watched that movie, I get chills when he's playing the piano. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's just come back from the swamp. Yep. Chills every time. It's just I, Tom Cruise is incredible yeah. in that movie. Is he nominated yeah. for that? I you know, I, I don't think so. so. I not he got Oscar accolades wise, in some think. way. Maybe not Oscar. Maybe well, not. He got a written apology from Anne Rice, who said he couldn't do it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Anne Rice was. Very much against him she, playing that part. She was like, "No, well, because that's her. No, Lestat Tom Cruise. Is her he is not Tom Cruise. He's he's not Lestat. He'll never be Lestat." She saw the film. She was like, "I was one hundred. I was wrong. so wrong. He was, was phenomenal." But also Lestat. in the same movie, like I know that wasn't on my like favorite vampire movie list or best mm. vampire movie list, but that same movie, uh, Kirsten Dunst's character. That is so tragic. The yep. fact that she was yeah. turned when she was a little girl mm-hmm. and like will never grow up. And uh, no one normal. S- such a great movie. I love know. that movie. It's really so good. Much. It's sad that the hero of the movie, Louis, that we just don't care about him because he's so whiny. 
I'm with Lestat. He's so yeah. whiny. I'm with Lestat. Louis that. is like, Ooh, I have eternal whining. life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the most beautiful man who's ever lived. My life sucks. Yeah. Bye. Sorry, yeah. I'm so Bye, attractive Felicia. and perfect. Bye. Yeah. yeah. No, that um, is really good. My I, other answer was possibly, <laughs> I really liked... Ron Perlman, I liked Reinhardt in Blade really? Two. Oh my god! Really? He it already was the haircut, like right? he already looks like a vampire. Like all the, they didn't have to give him tattoos. They didn't have to give him anything. Like all they had to do was give him that like weird haircut, right? And he <laughs> is a vampire. And, and you believe it? And I believe <laughs> like, it. Like yes, Ron, Ron Perlman looks like he would he be can, a creature. He I mean, yeah. he's Hellboy. Really, really, like yeah. he looks like he's, he's an otherworldly. He's the beast. He looks like he's an otherworldly character. Which brings me to how angry I was. This is a sidebar. Um, when they made the Wolfman with Benicio del Toro, oh, yeah. because they did so much CGI and makeup on him, yeah. and it's Benicio del Toro, so all they had to do was put like some teeth and contacts, and he already he's looks a like wolf a wolf. Man. When Benicio del Toro <laughs> is on a like, screen, I'm like, oh, anything. hello, are you a dog? I don't know. It would have worked. Anyway, out. so um, best movie vampire, and this is not best <sighs> movie Dracula. That's the next question. Best movie oh. vampire. Barring Dracula. Oh, Jesus. That is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Do you have about three more days for me to think about it? Mm, no. Okay. You have 30 seconds. Oh, God. 30 seconds. Less. Uh, 10 seconds. I, I, and I, I loved, loved. Uh, it could be a TV vampire, too. Best oh. portrayal of vampire. Oh. oh. No, I did, TV fell away from. Oh, I would say I, I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with film. I'm gonna say I really loved uh, David in Lost Boys. I loved yes Kiefer okay. Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland was, is he embodied the cool. '80s. He was, he was young such a and sexy, cool but guy. On it, like like that, he was menacing and evil. And yep, you, were you could afraid tell of from him. like far away that there was something yeah. alluring about right. him. And that voice, he's got like the only need is Michael. <laughs> Let's keep that coming voice? back to that. That, that was the a stunning Gorgeous. impression of beautiful Kiefer performance. Sutherland. Yeah, Kiefer but was yeah, phenomenal. just that look—he can just turn it, and it yeah. was just—it's—it's it's sexy and frightening at the same time. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. You're so and that right. Style, holy yeah. fuck! The, those just like white blonde tips. Yeah, he was wearing like yes. four coats. Yeah, no, didn't he have like six <laughs> leather jackets like on? He was, I think he was wearing like. A flannel shirt yeah. with a vest, a leather coat, and then a trench coat over it. Yeah, yeah. and there, there might have been a jean one jacket, dangly in there too. one yeah. dangly earring, one dangly earring, and some, some necklaces. You're right. Perfect. The boots unlaced. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm yeah. All, no, I'm, he was yeah. too cool right. yeah. to fathom. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's up there for sure. Now that you brought that yeah. up, but I don't know. I might have to stick with what my original answer was of who I would be. Celine, mentor, Kate, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. But okay, all right, that's fine. As Why? best movie vampire. No, when you said who I would be, I was like, but the fighting. I know. No, I know. Because I. The conflict. The rubber. Like, the rubber. I am not into that world because, gosh, she always has to battle. She's always being lied to. Does Her she whole even life have has been a lie. Pajamas? I don't think she's ever cozy. Her whole life has seriously been a lie. Everyone lies to her. No, so it's like her world sucks. Like, and she's been lied to her whole life and has been told that she needs to kill these people because of this and this. And like she has been misled. But she, like, I love her because she is such a badass 
bitch. She is. She and is. just like she no really matter is. what she's been through, she just presses on. Like she was turned, I mean, pretty much like she didn't have to be turned, but was. And she lives the vampire life well, and I love her. That's fair. That's a good answer. Okay, best movie Dracula. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. I don't know enough Draculas, but I love well, Gary Oldman. Bella Lugosi. Yeah. Gary Christopher Old- Lee. Now, Gary Oldman. Uh, Gary Oldman is my favorite. Uh-huh. I just love kid, him in general, so it counts. Yeah, I do too. He's like, he's great in everything. But as a kid, I grew up on Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. He was awesome. Without his like, voice. In those, the stare. Yes. He had the stare. <gasps> he looked yeah. right through you. Yeah. But I mean, still, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. To be honest, I think I know only Gary Oldman. I don't know a lot of Draculas. You don't, your favorite isn't Gerard Butler? Or the guy from Blade 3. Oh my God. (laughs) Not talking about Blade 3. Oh wait, his name was Drake. Drake! (laughs) Help! Abort! Um, Abort, abort. I'll just say Gary Oldman because he's the only one I've seen. And I'm obsessed with him. And I just watched Darkest Hour and he's the cutest little Winston. Blade Three, something happened there. Something went wrong. The choices wrong. were made. Choices were something made. Went yeah, real wrong. Um, now I liked, I liked the way they were going with Dracula. I felt like there were a lot of good intentions with Dracula. I like bring him into the modern age. You always see Dracula with like the long hair and the trench coats, and he's sexy. And this one, they made him kind of a burly guy with a shaved head. Yeah, wearing a lot of jewelry and like an unbuttoned shirt. He was kind of, kind of punk he was, goth. Yeah, and he was and a I, little bit pissed because he went into that remember he went into that vampire like shop and saw like count and he was like dracula's like what the fucking toy where's all the anger from yeah count chocula he was very angry Mm -hmm. oh count chocula i changed my answer favorite vampire oh Oh, that is a good actually what about the count delicious the count from sesame street i knew where he's a drink of wine does anybody know the count from sesame street's full name no count Vaughn Numbers. Vaughn Numbers. <laughs> I know that's wrong, but isn't it fun? His name is Count Von Count. Oh, I did know that, and now I'm ashamed. And I, we have to edit this out because Alex will divorce me because he is obsessed with all things puppets. Just and tell him that the episode gets really scary after Don't hour to the end. two forty-five. Oh. Jesus, is really? that how long we've been talking? Are you kidding? I knew. Holy shit, we have to sign off. I knew <laughs> I knew this was going to go on forever. I, I was like, too, but not this long. I was like, you we get me in a room talking about vampires, <laughs> you're going to have to shut me up. Count on count. Yeah. Fine. Count, count on Also, count. we can talk about Nosferatu. We could, we have to do. Nosferatu's incredible. Yeah. Yes. But that's all we have to say. Kickstarted the modern vampire film. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's just creepy as fuck, so I thought he was worth bringing up because that bald head and long finger nails. It's the long fingers. They get you every and time. his eyes are like his bulging eyes? out. Okay. I can't. But anyway, so we all know he's cool. We're Max great. Shrek, yeah. Great. <laughs> that's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the time we have left. This week for Keep It Weird. Thank you so much, Billy, for joining Thank us. This was a blast. You're a Thanks so for having me. You are so knowledgeable. You are the well, vampire king. I yeah, feel you're like, the vampire king. I feel like I've got so much more to give. <laughs> we, <laughs> but we, I know we've got to cut it short. <laughs> we do. Yeah, cut it short. Cut it Those cut are it my short. air quotes because it's been three hours. Three hours Dear now. God. 
We have been talking about this for a year now. You coming on a and talking time. about yeah. vampires yeah. specifically. So, so I'm happy very happy yeah. that it actually happened. And I Thank liked that you. I wasn't I wasn't given a choice. I was like, well, if you do vampires, let me know. And it was like, <laughs> and I was hey, like, did you find oh, anybody hi. talking about vampires yet? You're like, yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been assigned to you. I told him. I was like, if you think you're getting away <laughs> from coming on my show, you can't talk about talking about else. vampires. Is there anything you would like to promote or plug while you are on here? The it's it's something I've been working on for many years and it's nowhere near done, That's but okay. I was working on building a vampire role-playing game. With a, with a graphic novel that's going to go with it with a very talented friend of mine named Lee Doty. It is hopefully going to be done sometime soon. Sometime There's in the next There's a lot of work years. being done on that it. That is great. But that is something I would like to promote. Look forward to it. I will hopefully be setting up a website soon. That's so cool. What about an Instagram? Do you have an Instagram? I do have an Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Instagram if you want to look at some of my artwork. It's the Billy Roach. The Billy the Roach. The Billy Roach. Easy as Roach that. like yep, a cockroach, too. Yeah, don't yep. get fancy with don't, it. Don't, don't class Roach. it up. Don't class it up. Yeah. It's not Billy Roach. <laughs> Roach. It's just it Billy Roach. Roach. Yeah. And it's just his Billy artwork Roach. is amazing, so go check it it's out. It's so you, wonderful. We've reposted mm, a, a million. <laughs> so follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird. Head over and subscribe to our iTunes and rate us five stars. Please. Subscribe to our YouTube page if you want to be the first to know when we upload new This Week in Weird episodes. And of course, as always, head over to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast if you want to find new ways to donate or support the show. And join us next week for a listener ghost stories episode. And it's going to be a real doozy because we have a ton of absolutely bananas scary stories to tell you i'm so excited we haven't done wow, one in a while been so we are long. so long overdue <laughs> and we have so a ton of stories some personal so personal ones i've some had personal. some sent in i'm so excited uh billy what's our sign off this week some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill <laughs> <laughs> that's a blade quote oh he did God. a blade quote ladies and he gentlemen did a blade quote. Billy. Oh my god. You might win for sign offs. <sighs> Will you say it one more time and then we'll cap it with keep it weird? Yeah. Some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> keep it keep weird. Keep it weird. <laughs> keep it weird. My favorite line, though, is um, Motherfucker, you out of your damn mind. Damn <laughs> <laughs> mind? It's just the, the sassy. Yeah. <laughs> Wesley Snipes. Snaps!